Hey, so I think this whole believe all women thing has got to stop. And I just finished watching a Netflix documentary on John of God. And the other day I saw one on Bikram, the hot yoga guru. And I saw another one, can't remember right now, but a lot of these Netflix movies are showing how men abused women, how religious spiritual men abused women. Oh, another, yeah, recently I made a post about this man, Lion Galban, who I met in Bali and he became a life coach guru. He already was, but he got popular for a little bit. Then he left and came back. And recently he got, made some headlines in the news because he yelled at a local police officer because he didn't want to wear a helmet or he wasn't wearing a helmet. But then I made a post on YouTube about it. And then somebody commented and that he, that lion abused his, uh, physically abused woman that lived next to him in Bali. Something about the fact that Lion didn't believe that the woman was a man, that the man, Lion didn't believe that the woman was a woman. He thought she was a man. That's why it was okay to physically assault. Why am I saying all this? A lot of swirling in my head around, for example, I just saw a rat cross, cross by a big ass rat. The rats here in, in the States are huge, man. Damn. That was a healthy rat. Rats, rodents, darkness, still narcissism. Messiah complexes, abuse of power. Bottom line, it's an abuse of power. Russell Simmons, abusing power. Now making a healing center in Bali. One of my favorite people to troll on and one of the people that probably has the most power to get me messed or deleted, unalived from this earth if I talk too much. And yet, I like the dude. He's charming. And most of people, he's got the money and the charm. They don't care where, what his past was. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. He's helping people, actually. He's giving jobs. What am I doing? I'm just trolling people. Trying to speak the truth. What is the truth? The truth, the truth might just be what people want. Which is, can you help me make my life better? I'll forgive you. For all your BS, if you just make my life better. And how are you going to make my life better? How about you? I give you, you give me some money so I can pay my bills, send my kids to school. You can do whatever you want. Money talks. I speak like I know something, like everybody knows this already. All right, so back to John the God. And then today, the Dalai Lama, what did he do? Went viral for asking a little boy to suck on his tongue. Now, that was quite, quite a, I put myself... Let's just look at it from an innocence perspective, because most people aren't going to, even my initial impression was like, damn, wow. But let's say it was like, you're both like little kids, right? Because once you're 87, life is like you, like a cir circle. Once you get that old, you're already turning back to a kid. Like my dad just peed himself the other day because he couldn't make it home, and which led me to process some things around the realization of the impermanence of this existence and how things are changing and helps me forgive my father if there's anything left to forgive. Whatever. Back to Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama, man. My boy. I look like, probably look like him when I'm older. I, want, I don't want him to soil, have a soiled image. Like, I thought that was the one look I could have that could give me some spiritual power. If I was, but now he's soiled my future. Damn. Oh, 
It's okay. I'm here for truth. I'm not trying to preserve my sacred because I know for sure that I could make more money and gain more followers if I play up my Asian mysticism. A tea-pouring, samurai sword-wielding, ancient Taoist Qigong flow master. I look at in Bali like spiritual, one of the spiritual playground capitals of the world. And it's, things are shifting. It's good to be Asian. I think I'm, this is the time. It's time for me to come into my prime. Asians in the mainstream are getting recognized. They won the Oscars this year. Places like Ubud, all these white hippie dudes. What are they doing? They're into tea ceremonies. Russians and Americans, they're cool guys. They have kimonos. They're pouring tea. They're making... They make the samurai man buns. They like the Asian girls. They, what else do they got? Oh yeah, they, they teach qigong, things of like that. Teach some sort of Asian mysticism. Probably gonna start eating with chopsticks too. So Asia, China is a, tr Chineseness is a trend. And now maybe even in the business world, you have the economy, countries wanting to ally with China, Russia, Brazil, what other ones, to form some sort of one currency to get away from the U.S. So the fall of the U.S. dollar, the rise of China. But I don't think that's so much about being Asian and spiritual. It's just China. There seems to be a, a discerning quality in the masses around whether your Asianness is because of China, the politics, or Asian as in Asian, the mystical, spiritual Asians. Anyways, sucking tongue. Can you say, man? Let's just say he's another three-year-old. And you could say, well, two three-year-olds playing the suck each other's tongue. Not going to lie, when I was young, my three-year-old cousin, he kissed me on the lips and he liked it. Like, I didn't do it. Like, I wasn't, like, trying to instigate it. It's, hey, okay, kiss, kiss goodnight to Uncle Don. He kissed me on the lips and then I remember him smiling and then he did it again. And I was like, whoa. Maybe he's gay. I actually think he is gay now, but I haven't talked to him in a few years, so I should probably check up on him. Man, woman, what I start this with? Oh, yeah. I wanted to see if I could help bring some stories of women abusing men, because that's more of my reality. And that's quite controversial because it's not mainstream, but I am Asian. But wait, the Dalai Lama just did that thing and it's not good to look too Buddhist now. Maybe. Who knows? It's not really about being Asian. It's not really about being a man. It's just about balance. There's some sort of imbalance. When all I see on the Netflix, every single documentary that's a crime story that relates to some spirit. Okay, not every single one. I haven't seen them all. I don't know. The ones that I've seen, the ones that jumped out at me, seem to be about some religious men being crazy and abusing their power. I'm fascinated by the abuse of power through spirituality. And in my experience, personally, I've experienced being, being, feeling, understanding a little bit more about this women abuse, how women abuse men. The women abusing men is more common in some TikTok and YouTube videos, but not necessarily in the mainstream videos. For example, the Andrew Tate, the women who accused him of all this sex stuff, it seems like they wanted to make it up a little bit because they knew the world would end my own personal experience. Yeah, a few times it seems like the world sides with the woman. And a lot of times it's actually the other men that side with the woman because they want to get laid, they want to impress her. 
So I'm actually more afraid of stupid ass men coming after me. If I, if so, like my ex last time, she tried to get her ex to beat me up. Come on, that guy's like a criminal and wanted internationally. He's not going to come get me in Bali. But he could send someone. She could send someone. It doesn't even cost that much to get somebody hurt. But this kind of, I wonder why she didn't. Like what, she did go to the police and tried to go all the way up. She sent me some fake, she, there was a real text from police and I think they actually called me, but I didn't pick up. I basically said, okay, I will stop talking about her. I'll take the photos of me and her offline. And it seems like that was that. Then she went so far as to call my homestay and say that I was a drug dealer. But then the people there, they knew me. So they were like, no, can't be. But I'm sure it made them think twice a little bit. But she doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. She thinks it's all deserved. And she probably told some people, probably not though. She doesn't want to be associated with me. I'm such a low vibe guy, such a loser. So who won here? Is this about winning? To me, it was about love. Also about Maybe one time in my life having a woman, actually not one time, I see the last, I seem to get, go after beautiful women who aren't good for me. I think their beauty checks off something in my ego. And I'd say they're not even, not, I can't even get like a supermodel. But I think when I have money and I'm decent looking Asian, like I can get a girl. I have charm and charisma. You know, I'm inspired, but mostly I think I'm just a sucker. I, I can get, I can give a lot. I know how to give good massages. I can dance well. I can make, think I can make love well. But who knows, right? I don't have a big dick. So I'm res I take responsibility for the BS that I've experienced with women. There was one woman, she wasn't even that hot, but I was so in love with her, man. And she would just have all these guys, but like I was still in love with her because somehow her, she was so primal, wild. I loved that. Couldn't get enough of it. Got it, me and 30 other, 50, hundreds of other guys probably. But that's how she made her money. Like she literally made her money dancing for men. But the other women, some of them are better at finessing. Yeah, so I think the finessing of men is also something you can bring a spiritual element to. For example, if you play on the thing up for all women, well, men do that. They'll stand up for women just because they're women because they they're trying to get laid. Obviously, it's not the only reason to stand up for injustice. But I'm saying the fact that they're trying to get laid sometimes plays into a situation where they immediately want to save the damsel. So that's one way, the damsel in distress. Women love to play that up. One girl I was seeing, she said she loved to, to she tried to get money from her ex-husband. Actually, they were still married at the time. And she said, hey, you know, what do you want me to, I need money. I'm traveling abroad right now. I need money. I can't, what do you want me to do? Like just starve in the street? Etc. Meanwhile, she's having the time of her life. I ended up getting some extra money from my family to help out. And then also, what else happened? Yeah, she's with me. I'm with her. Like, we're friends, but we get, we're, we're connecting. And she's got a husband. If her husband knew, see, again, here's the situation where being Asian helped. Like, some of these non-Asian men, they look at Asian men as some weak, dickless, no balls, feminist Feminine, feminine, perhaps even gay guy. So her husband might have had his suspicions, but I guarantee if I was some alpha Brazilian male, her husband would not have thought that we were just friends. But in this case, her husband thought we were friends. But more like he thought he knew that I liked her, but 
he trusted her to be faithful. And yet the way I see it or to see it or heard it from her or from the situation was they were both going through a, like a breakup. Like they weren't, she wasn't sure she wanted to be with him anymore. And so they weren't even living in the same country. They needed a break. So who knows what that situation was. But either way, I got involved with a married woman and I think I paid the price for it. I could have paid it. I think what's really hurt though is that's what I'm saying. I think I actually was more of the, not trying to play victim, just trying to be objective. I think she could easily, she would say, I told you we, this wasn't supposed to be something. But then I fell in love and she, well, no, like you can't do, like the man can't be a victim though in these situations. Politically, really, it's man shouldn't have done that. Let's just not get too into it. But then that's relative. It's the sense of the woman, these women. I just want, I just want to hear more stories of women finessing men too, man. On this documentary level, I've seen it in Bali, but who's finessing who? Sometimes these women play up this. I think some of the women are finessing other women, actually. This whole rise of the feminine, a lot of the coaches, these feminine empowerment coaches, a lot of their clients are actually women. And it's not necessarily women who are feminine that are being drawn to them. It's women who are career-minded, wanting to tap into their nature, but still be in their power to manifest a better career. So they're using their sexuality, sensuality to manifest their vampire. I think that's the actual course one of my friends I know created. A lot of these people I say are my friends, but I don't even talk to them because I think I talk about them too much. So people I once knew or just for legal purposes, we could just say, this is all a joke. Everything I'm saying here is just, I'm creating, I'm just walking. There's, there's no facts or evidence to corroborate anything I'm saying. So I'm not claiming that anything I'm saying is true. And if anyone feels disrespected or offended, please contact me. Or I don't know how it works. If someone's, I'm offended, I'm going to sue. It's not, they won't say that. I think if someone is really actually a devious person, they would just get me. But I think I'm being courteous. I'm not using names. And the only people that would know who these people are is people who actually maybe know me a little bit. And even them, they would, they know the same, they know these characters and they actually know, they'll probably agree with me with some of the things I'm saying about these people. I still find it funny that I thought Russell Simmons hurt me. And that's why I disappeared from the Facebook. But part of why I disappeared was because I was, at one point I was just like wrapped up in this woman. And at another point I was just like trying not to get myself in trouble. Like thinking the police are gonna get me. One of my exes is dead. Is that karma? Because if I died, I think people would say, oh, that's his karma. He said too much shit about people. But if a woman dies, is it karma? Is it, is, did my ex, was she too, too masculine? She didn't take care of her feminine side and drank too much? Wasn't living a healthy lifestyle, even though she was a vegan and into minimalism? And what's, or do we blame the society, the culture? All I know is she liked to drink and she was trying to get away from it. And... I didn't really drink much, but the man that she continued to be with, I think they met at a bar and they were both really drunk. I remember the night they met. It's actually funny because his, his friends were trying to get her away from me to him. I guess eventually it worked out, but why? She told me she never dated any men 
who made more money than her. And so it was like a sense of, and I always felt she wasn't very warm in her womb area, but she was very amazing how she helped people and created projects and productions and things. She had a very detail-oriented mind. But if you look at the tattoos he has, she had, some of them were just, I thought that was so sexy at the time. I was like, she's so on it and productive and things masculine and on time and funny and cool. But at the same time, and what makes her cool is that she's just the same time, like, fuck it. I don't know. Just, I could just throw it all away in a moment. Just give some weird ass tattoo or go out and just drink and be crazy. But she had that, I always said she was fatalistic. I don't know what even that means, but it just means like, you, you never, like she could just die. Maybe that's what happened. She just got, and that came true. And that wasn't necessarily karma or not. How do we interpret these things? Other people said she died because she died because, because of the vaccine. But that fits the person who told me that. It's because they're anti-vaxxer, at least partially. So who knows, man? I'm just trying to work out some of my thoughts here. But I think the main thought is, damn, I got to go home. Got to get out of here. Got to go back and clean the dishes. I need a home. I'm so grateful to just be able to talk like this sometimes, just to have my thoughts go about to try to sort things out. I think that's what it is. People aren't really giving themselves a chance to sort things out in their minds and hearts because they, they're looking for some solution so quickly. They're looking for some sort of way to, to know what's happening. Or maybe they don't want to think and they just want to trust. Or they're sick and then they're vulnerable. And that might be what's happening with the men and the women. People are vulnerable. They're looking for miracles to save them from their boredom or their meaninglessness of their life they're looking for something to latch on to to give them the purpose meaning why not just embrace the fact there's no purpose and just live it's so beautiful you just you're just alive that the ego can't handle that it needs to have a greater purpose you need to leave your legacy you need to create a podcast and talk about injustices in the world and try to balance and harmonize what's happening so why do i care about all these women taking advantage of men. I just, the only reason I care is because I would be cool to see a story like that on Netflix one day where some woman's spiritual leader, like maybe even Teal Swan, that was a, isn't, where, what happened to that documentary? Was, I think people were upset with Teal Swan being some sort of cult. I think women are actually the most dangerous ones. They're the ones that in the future, we're going to see a lot more women having these stories of a, women abusing men, women abusing their power. Because right now, and still, it's like we still trust the, the woman's tendency. For example, if the Dalai Lama was a woman, and she said to the little boy, hey, suck my tongue, would it have been such a big deal? Let's say it was Mother Teresa asked the little girl, and they put their foreheads together, and she said, suck my tongue. Would it be as cringe as the Dalai Lama saying, suck my tongue? I don't know. To me, it feels weird either way, but I think Dalai Lama was just being, it's like a cultural thing. Maybe in, in also in the Buddhist culture, it's okay to play like that because he's a monk, and they're all little, he's around little boys all day as the Dalai Lama. He's just playful, like a grandfather. Okay, so what if your grandfather told your little child, told his grandson, Suck my tongue. It's not like he can really even get it up. He's 87 years old. Maybe people forgive him for that. But yeah, the fact that I still feel weird if it was a woman asking a little kid to suck her tongue. 87-year-old woman. It's weird, but it's not as weird. See, it's not as weird. Yeah, it's not as weird. All right. Enough is enough. Have a good day.